Hi guys, welcome to the final episode this year of Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm your host. Hopefully you know me by now. If not, head on back to episode two. You can hear my story. Also, I'm going to be re-recording my story in my own words for what I think will be the first episode of next year. So you can listen to it again. It will be, my first story was an interview. This one will be just me speaking, um, telling that story. I wanted to start today by saying that I'm super, super grateful for this year, for this podcast, for this little community that we're building here on Life, Death, and the Space Between. And the DMs, the emails, your outreach, your questions have meant so much to me and really have reinforced why I'm doing this work. And I just also wanted to say that in 2020, I'm going to be doing a new segment, which will be a Monday podcast that will be your questions and answers and my answers. So if you have any questions about anything we've talked about in this past year that you've been wondering, send them over to me at ldsbquestions at gmail.com. And one of those episodes every month, I'm going to aim for one, will be an episode with your questions and I will do my very best to answer them. I have given a lot of thought to my final episode of this year, which really feels like I started last year in December So it does feel like it's been almost exactly one year since I started this podcast. And I thought about doing just a best of, but that really didn't feel kind of unique or genuine to me or authentic to me. And I've had this idea for a really long time about today's episode, but it never quite became clear how I wanted to do it. And it suddenly call it a spark of soul knowing, call it divine guidance, call it an idea. But it came to me the other night uh, as I was just kind of drifting off to sleep that I really want to punctuate the end of the year with the end. And so today I share with you also the end, but also the beginning. And I think what I'm going to share with you today can serve as both. My hope is that you don't have to wait to the end to have this, to to start to think about how to begin or how to live or how to kind of be in your life. So... I'm going to share with you my very personal eulogy that I wrote for my grandma. My grandma was extremely special to me. Both of my grandparents, actually all four of my grandparents lived until their 90s. My grandmother died, I think it was three years ago, which seems crazy, three Novembers ago. My grandfather died two Augusts ago, so two years. And... They were both incredible people. This is going to be my grandmother's eulogy. I will probably share my grandfather's eulogy at the end of next year. So I'm thinking maybe this will be a little tradition I'm starting at the end of the year. So 
I share this with you with great vulnerability. I will probably cry, but um, I think it's inc- I think a eulogy is an incredible tribute, and I hope you enjoy it. As I sat by my grandma's bedside, watching her transition out of this life, the lyrics that kept ringing in my ears were that from the end of Hamilton. And when you are gone, who remembers your name? Who keeps your flame? Who tells your story? What a story there is to tell here. While we were all devastated by the loss of the matriarch of our family, her story is one that we will all proudly tell for years to come. Her life was one that many of us could only dream of having. Not because of financial success or what is traditionally used to measure one's life as they go through this life. We dream of having her life because of the relationships that she built and the quality of those relationships. Her story is a story about family, kindness, how you comport yourself in times of difficulty and struggle, but mostly it is a story about devotion and love. My grandma Dee was a woman of dignity and grace. She was quietly brilliant and would dole out advice in a manner that was digestible and sensible. While my grandma would never outright tell us what she approved of or disapproved of, we could always tell by the look on her face or the way that she posed a question as to what she was thinking. Anyone who knew her looked to her for wisdom and guidance. It was her way of handling herself in all situations that drew people to her. Grandma D had a group of friends we all knew who she loved and who loved her. She was an entertainer and it meant so much to her to always be surrounded by the people she loved, whether it was a 4th of July party for 100 plus people or Friday and Shabbat dinners for her family. Her life story was about relationships and love. That was all that mattered to her. It wasn't the quantity of relationships, but the quality. To each of us, she was not just a grandmother. She was a role model and an extension of our parents, and we were an extension of her. Never missing a play, concert, or sporting event. While we were growing up, she experienced joy just from being a part of our lives. What was special to us was special to her. When our parents weren't able to be around, she would come to the rescue, whether to pick us up from school, give us advice about our relationships, or stay with us while our parents were away. She never asked for anything in return, except for our love, and she always had that. Her story was one of strength during times of difficulty. After the loss of a child, many families come apart. When my grandparents lost their daughter, Linda, at the age of 47 due to complications from diabetes, they had a choice as to how their story would unfold. They could let the loss of their daughter destroy them and define them or strengthen them and continue to see the good in life. At a crossroads like that, everyone has a choice. They, choose, they chose to let Aunt Linda's death be a scar in an almost blemish-free life. The scar was something that was always there to remind them of the pain of life, but to also remind them that with much pain, there is still good. This was a lesson that was imparted onto all of us. 
Even as recently as just Monday, when we came to say our goodbyes to grandma, she said to us, just remember to enjoy the good. We know that you are now reunited with Linda, hoping you are catching up on lost time and enjoying the good. Grandma Dee's story is a story of commitment to her family. To say that her family was a priority is an understatement. Whenever we were with her, she always listened to our stories and wanted to hear what was going on in our lives, our friends' lives, and the lives of her great-grandchildren. She would ask questions and actually listen to hear the answer. When we were around her, we always felt safe, comfortable, and taken care of. The lessons she instilled in us from her mom, Grandma Sophie, and passed down to our parents is a lesson of loving each other and being there for each other. She taught us it's okay to communicate our differences and to never let anything fester and get in the way of maintaining a close relationship with the ones you love. Grandma, you can rest comfortably knowing that these lessons are lessons we have internalized and are reflected in the time we spend sharing special times together. We had the gift of not only knowing our grandparents as children, but also as adults, which has changed our appreciation for their relationship as a couple. We came to know Grandma Dee and Grandpa Buddy and see the depths of their love for one another. We all have so many memories at their house as children, listening to music, throwing toys down the laundry chute, watching old movies, and playing their basement, playing in their basement and attics. We will forever have the memories of us as adults watching Grandma play Creepy Mouse and derive such joy out of watching our children. It didn't matter where we were, all that mattered was that we were together and that they could see their great-grandchildren and be a part of their lives. More than anything, Grandma Dee's story is a story of devotion and love. In a life full of amazing feats and achievements, her greatest might be putting up with our grandpa for 70-plus years. It will be impossible to forget the memories of our grandpa yelling, Dolores, can you please heat up my plate? For anybody who hasn't heard my grandpa tell the story one of at least 500 times, they met at the Drake Hotel when Grandpa Buddy spotted Grandma on the staircase from across the room. She was a beautiful, smart student from Northwestern University. This night was the beginning of a storybook life together built on trust and communication. You have been role models for what a marriage is all about. What you two had was truly a fairy tale. From my grandparents, there are now 31 of us and counting. We will all be the ones to carry on the beautiful flame you lit 92 years ago, and we will continue to tell your story. We will forever love you, a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. At some point, we will all have our eulogy read. How are you working to write yours? Happy holidays to everybody, and I wish you a happy and a healthy new year. And to the end being the beginning.